I am Katie Huff and I am the founder and CEO of Katie Huff Ministries. What makes my company different than others is I encompass the mind, body, and spirit for women to live at a level 10. My story is I was engaged to a man that is not a Christian and I am a Christian and it was a very difficult relationship and I'm grateful through the grace of God I was able to be set free from settling shame and self-betrayal realizing that God needed to be in the center of my relationship. My purpose and calling on my life is to help other women to be set free and to live at a level 10 where they are using their gifts, talents, and experiences with what is on their heart so they can walk out what God's calling is on their life as well. My no-brainer offer is to have you come to Montana and come to a women's retreat where you will be set free to be, do, and have all that God has called you to be, leaving a remarkable legacy. What I would love for you to do is to go to katy-huff.com, my website, and click on that free 30-minute consultation so you can see if this is a great fit for you to come to Montana. She was incredible. You know, she really taught us a lot of things and made us look deep inside. You owe it to yourself to give this gift to yourself so that you can come back and be a better mom. I would really love to hear from you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Katie Huff with Katie Huff Ministries. I am so excited that I have Dr. Meehan on our podcast today, Setting Yourself Free, to be, do, and have all that God has created you to be and not let anything get in your way. And so I am just grateful and thankful that you are going to have the opportunity to listen to Dr. Mian. And I want to make sure that you know where to go to get this information right up front is you're going to hear that Katie Huff Ministries with this podcast is going to be on YouTube. It's Spotify, Apple, Rumble, Instagram, Twitter. We are on all platforms because we don't want you to miss one episode ever. So with that being said... Here is Dr. Meehan, and I am just so grateful and thankful to have you again back on this podcast to share with people who you are, because some of them didn't meet you the last time. They need to hear who you are, what you're passionate about, what you're doing, and just thank you so much for your time and your um, commitment to helping all of us. Well, thank you, Katie, and thank you for serving the Lord. And that's that's me in a nutshell. That's what I do first and foremost is I just want to serve God. You know, I started off my medical career shallow, man of the world, kind of, you know, thought I was I was too distant from my relationship with Christ. I kind of grown up in the Catholic Church, and I found myself in a a place where my relationship was just not where it needed to be. I was lost. It was just kind of a dark place. And um, I got on my knees. I had learned that much. And in that process, God just spoke to me. And I mean, literally spoke to me through one of my children that was too young to speak the words that she spoke. And um, that's that really set me on the path that I'm on right now. But I'm a medical doctor. My name is Jim Meehan. I'm a MD, a medical doctor. Began my career in ophthalmology. Uh, I mean, before medical school, I went to the United States Military Academy at West Point. So out of high school, I decided to, you know, serve my country. Um, you know, I took an oath to defend the people of this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic. And over the course of my career, I have recognized that we're under attack, not only by foreign and domestic enemies, but the greatest enemy of us all is Satan. And he is literally attacking the population. Um, our health is being diminished more so here in the United States than almost any place else, more so our children than any, you know, any other group um, is under attack. Our health is being destroyed. Um, I saw that early in my career. I was I, I was um, at Washington University in St. Louis. I was a medical editor of a medical journal, and I saw that the um, I saw two studies come across my desk saying that these these the these vaccines that were administered to 12 month old children mm-hmm. um were strongly associated with the cause of this retinal hemorrhaging and bleeding in the back of their eyes i two studies one from italy one from the west coast of the united states i recommended them for publication because <clears throat> they really went against the dogma that we were taught in medicine 
and ophthalmology in particular about these retinal hemorrhages being a classic sign, one of the the triad of shaken baby syndrome. So mm. I I approved them both for publication because the they were well powered, great statistics, no conflicts of interest, checked all the boxes. They got denied, and I called a meeting with my with the senior editor to find out what I had missed. And you know, long story short, he said, Jim, you didn't miss anything. You just don't know how the game is played. Mm. And and again, long story short, the game is played by suppressing the publication of studies that cast doubt on certain pharmaceuticals, drugs, vaccines, because uh, Merck in this situation, what he said was Merck is a big donor to this university. So if we publish this, you, you lose your job. I lose mine. The journal probably shuts down. We're not going to publish those two studies, no matter how good the science that's how, that's how medical science is being handled medical journals. And I'm not the only, you know, editor, former editor, to say something of, of this nature. Much of what's being published is absolute fraud, corrupt, bought and paid for. It's not real science. It's yeah. contrived science to sell drugs. My profession has become a, a bunch of pill pushers, brainwashed and indoctrinated by the, you know, the first day of medical school to the last day of a physician's practice. It's the pharmaceutical industry that's controlling everything. It, you know, it's the Rockefeller medical business model is what I like to call it. But I just, I woke up to that. I, I saw the problems that much of what we were doing in medicine were causing. And I didn't go into medicine for that. That was my second oath. I took an oath to do no harm. Right. And so I started retraining, unlearning. A lot of the stuff I was taught in medical school has been proven untrue you know, the what causes Alzheimer's, serotonin deficiency is a cause of depression. You know, one thing after another has been debunked by real science that finds its way and, and gets meta-analyzed and, um, and we, you know, the truth eventually revealed. But um, I set out on a course of training myself beyond my, you know, my residency training, my medical school training, because it just wasn't enough. We got two weeks, two and a half weeks of nutrition training in medical school. Yeah. It just wasn't enough. And, you know, diet and movement and how you think and your prayer life and all of these things are critical to health. And, you know, medicine has just become this atheistic, scientific, you know, um, elitist cabal. I mean, it's just right. a mess. Yeah. Um, look at what we did during the pandemic. We said, hey, we can't we can't treat this virus. Just go home until your lips turn blue. And uh, and then when that happens, go to the hospital and you'll get mistreated with remdesivir, mitazolam, fentanyl and put on a ventilator because we incentivize that with thirty nine thousand dollars of bonus payments. If if they can put you on that protocol that ends up on a ventilator. Just absolute nonsense. I mean, we shouldn't have been, we knew remdesivir was a failure. Yeah, we, it was just read the science. But my, you know, people under and excuse me, people overestimate doctors. They think they're smarter than they are. Some are very smart. Right. Most of them go into elite specialties like ophthalmology, ENT, neurosurgery, et cetera. But the people that are running medicine are the slow kids in the medical school class that go into pediatric psychiatry. I, I hate to, you know, I, I don't want to, it's a broad brush I cast, but every doctor knows that what I'm saying is the truth. If you are a high level student, you can get in any, you, you know, you can get in any residency training program that you want. Um, you're probably not going to go in the ones that have the longest hours, lots of call time where you got to, you know, you're on call for, 24 hours at a time um, and, and has the lowest reimbursement. That's pediatric, psychiatry, family practice, sometimes internal medicine. Now there are people that go into those specialties. I know probably all of them in pediatrics, for example, that really wanted to go into that field, but for the most part, it's a fallback for them. And now these people are vaccinating our children, injecting our children with vaccines that they don't even know the ingredients, the excipients, the adjuvants. They don't tell the parents that they're injecting every child in their practice with, you know, human DNA microfragments and residual right. cellular proteins from the, 
the the cells the cell line that was derived from a child that was sacrificed of them at the moment of its entrance into the world right captured in a bag taken to a vivisection table torn apart no anesthesia um and became the substrate for making these live virus vaccines so when i started to learn these things because instead of the the two pages that we had to memorize for medical school on vaccines that didn't teach us anything other than memorize the CDC schedule. Um, I started, my eyes just continued to open, you know, um, mm -hmm. one thing after another. And I just said, man, I've, I've got to do this. I, I got to prevent disease, not just profit from the treatment of, a, a you know, the end stages. I don't right. want to participate in a sick care system. Right. I want people to, you know, fulfill the mission for which they were perfectly created by our God, our creator. And you can't do that. I, and in fact, you know, what I found the message that God delivered to me at one point um, in my life, as I was taking an, uh, an opioid prescription after my, after having a knee surgery, oh, yeah. um, he spoke to me and he said, this is how the enemy prevents you from hearing my voice. And I just said, no, I get it. I get that. This is the problem. You know, I mean, I just, I'd gotten a 30 day prescription. I didn't need more than two days. I was on day three and I was, I was like, well, I don't really need it. I'm not in pain, but I feel better, you know, kind of feel better when I take it. So I was in that moment and, and in that moment, God spoke to me. And, and, and so I really took that and I started applying that, that principle. We are, we are diminishing, you know, the health of our population, right? It's like one in three adults are on psychotropic drugs, one in four, one to five, one in five children are on a psychotropic drug. Um, we're not telling patients how to, you know, how to eat properly, how to move properly, how to think, get the negative thoughts out of your head, forgive. So I really just created a practice that was based on those kind of principles. Um, and and I, I continued to just kind of learn more. And the more I look at what's happening in the world today, the more I can see that, you know, the enemy's fingerprints, claw marks, whatever you want to say right. on everything that's happening. One of the big things that's happening, look at, look at the chaos in the world today. Look at this gender dysphoria issue. Look at the, you know, the strife and, and how, you know, black and white, rich and poor, red and blue are being pitted against each other. Look at how many people are the, the, the morbid obesity, the drug use, the overdoses, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's, we're under, we're under attack. And, yeah, we are. and look at the, the, the number of toxins in our food. And so, mm -hmm. you know, the big thing that, that I do with a lot of my patients is, is I, I teach them, here's the things you absolutely got to avoid. You got to avoid any genetically modified food crop, because that thing is that the food, that, soybean that corn that wheat is contaminated with an endocrine disrupting molecule called glyphosate um, roundup the active ingredient is is glyphosate glyphosate is destructive at so many levels in your body but it's one of many of these estrogen-like molecules that will find their way into your body through the food a plate of nachos with genetically modified corn chips another herbicide that's being sprayed on our crops here in the United States and being found not only in our food, but in our drinking water is atrazine. Atrazine's this powerful estrogen-like molecule that um, when it was running off of the fields and, and crops in California into the streams and ponds, it was turning, you know, it was decimating the wildlife population, the amphibians, male frogs were being turned into female frogs and the same process is happening to the population we are being estrogenized wow. young boys are becoming more like young women um infertility is at all-time highs it was it was rising rapidly and then here comes the this gene therapy they mislabeled as the covid-19 vaccines and that destroy that's destroying the ovaries and the testicles of vaccine recipients among many other things that it's doing, inflaming the heart, causing cancers to explode out of remission, new cancers to appear in young people. Um, but this is all, you know, enemy attack. And right. I've got to teach people 
how to, you know, avoid this, this death by a thousand cuts, this poisoning, this erosive destruction of their health, because we're eating Krispy Kremes, Mountain Dew and McDonald's, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're eating food that's 90 days old in the produce section at the grocery store. Now it's coated in Bill Gates's, you know, um, polymer to prevent it, to make it look pretty for you. Right. <clears throat> and the, you know, the, the end result of this is a fat, sick, inflamed, depressed, irritable, angry, um, you know, weak population that is easy to control. It's well, just easy there, to control. And, and don't you agree that there's so much confusion in this oh, yeah. round? I mean, in all of this, because they're, they don't even know how to even, when you talk about the estrogen issues, there's very few people that even know how to handle that. And so now we have such a mess in, like you were saying, the gender identity yeah. because of all of this hormonal issues that are going on that are, are playing with people's minds. And, and again, to your point, well, it's, it's, it's enemy disrupting their kill mental development. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's godless for one, because it it's not yeah. about producing healthy babies, if not producing at all. Well, that's the thing. It's, I mean, it's, it's nefarious because people don't realize what's happening to them. That's the way, right. that's the way the devil works. You know, he works through these, you know, CEOs of these big corporations, um, strongholds of greed and power and control and lust and so on and so forth. But these innocent, you know, parents out there are eating foods that they don't realize while that mother is pregnant, you know, their child is developing in a, you know, a bloodstream and a, a physiology and an environment that is so heavily, um, you know, intoxicated with these, these estrogen like molecules, there's thousands of them. Right. And uh, you test the, you know, studies have been done where you test the umbilical cord blood of a newborn, and they've got a 100 of these endocrine disruptors in a child that's developing, you know, from from a few cells into this immensely beautiful complex organism, it's it's a sea of estrogens that will disrupt their their neural development. Their their the anatomy of of humans is changing under the effects of these you know of these endocrine disrupting chemicals, these forever chemicals and fluorocarbons, etc. You know, and it, and I'm I'm really glad to see people talking about it more. Robert right. F. Kennedy Jr.'s, you know, running for president. He's yeah. talking about it, and these, you know, these mainstream media hacks sit there and say, "Oh, that's not true." And he's like, "No, it is true because I litigated and I beat, you know, man Monsanto Bear in right. court." I think the man knows a little bit of, about the subject, but exactly. you know, he's really bringing it into the mainstream. But this issue is so significant and this gender dysphoria stuff that's going on we have created a mental you know illness it yeah. is delusional i'm sorry you know going to irritate some people out there um but the reality is we we've got to we got to figure out how to protect people from these things so i mean that's that issue aside you know that's a that's a biologic issue that's being created by the fact that we are just allowing big corporations too much power, you know, they're buying off our lawmakers and, and oh, EPA, FDA, they're captured. They're not protecting the public anymore. So you got to protect yourself. Um, a big focus of my practice is, um, is hormone restoration. It's one of the things that, yeah. that I'm really passionate about because, you know, if you think about your hormones, testosterone, estradiol, progesterone, pregnenolone, DHEA, these important hormones, men and women, we ha all have the same hormones um, and we're, we're programmed, you know, we were born and created with a certain genetic fingerprint for how our hormones are going, you know, what levels and what the rhythm is going to be. But, um, you know, some elite athletes you will find they have, you know, their hormonal fingerprint is one that um, they have higher hormones. You know, if you're a, wrestler, UFC fighter, gymnasts have very high when swimmers have very high hormones. Um, but we, our hormones are like water to a garden. You know, if you have this beautiful garden and the plants and flowers in that garden, if you don't, if you don't water them, not only do they not 
bloom and bear fruit, but they wilt and wither. Right. Now, under the assault of all of these estrogen-like molecules that are coming into our body, our food, our personal care products, makeups, lotions, um, you know, the water supply, what happens is they're they're binding to these important estrogen receptor binding domains and and confusing the brain. The brain thinks, man, I got this powerful estrogen signal. Okay, everything, the ovaries, the testicles, they're they're producing you know, a lot of this stuff and it, and it confuses the entire physiology. Um, And so now we're seeing in, you know, 30 and 40 year old men and women levels that we've never seen before, very low. They've been sliding down progressively, you know, where documentaries are being made, the end of men, anthropologists are talking about how um, men, men's anatomy is becoming more like women's anatomy, at least anatomical distances from like the base of the genitals to the anus. These conserved regions that have always differed are becoming more and more alike. So hormones, you know, we're all wilting and withering under this Mm -hmm. assault from all of these estrogen-like endocrine disrupting chemicals. I mean, for goodness sake, you know, one of them is we've been slathering our kids' hands in Every day, multiple times a day, these, you know, antibacterial gels that oh, yeah. a lot of people use are full of endocrine disruptors like triclosan and others. So we've accelerated during the pandemic, right? But, so then you have women, if I could interject, that yeah. are going through the change and then they have all the, so it's like your hormones aren't functioning anyway. And then you yeah. have all this compounding, compounding, compounding on top of it. It's yes. like, what, where do they go and what do they do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things that you do is you get your hormones tested and it's, it's important, you know, um, to get them tested as early as possible, 30, 40. Mm-hmm. I mean, ideally it'd be, it'd be wonderful if we had a, you know, a healthy environment, but you would test it like 16, 18, 20, kind of get an idea as to what your hormonal fingerprint is, how your body is designed, how your brain is maintaining and creating these hormones. So what you're kind of what your set points are. And then later in life, we can kind of try to match those. Um, but, you know, as you approach menopause, so women, let's take women, because women are, are mistreated in medicine. You yes. know, um, I I hear it every day, probably four or five times a day. Well, you know, I, I got you, we get a hormone test. I That's one of the first things I often do in all my patients, because I consider hormones foundational. Right. If they're not, if they're not, in the right range, you're going to be suffering. And that a long list of chronic disease, you're gaining weight, losing muscle, losing hair, no libido, the, you know, vaginal mucosa is drying out, right. sex is painful. You have no interest in those things, but one thing after another system after system is shutting down. The first thing you got to do is if you're still, if you're still having a menstrual cycle, um, you want to test 13 days, 12 to 13 days after the first day of a period, that's going to be the estrogen peak. Estrogen rises. Let me do this. Can I share my screen? I have a diagram. This is what I do for every patient. I try to teach you all. You're going to know more about hormones than most doctors know. Awesome. Um, That's great. So this is the female hormone cycle. Right. And I pull this up when I'm doing my telemedicine consults, by the way, I'm licensed in like 40 some odd states now. Right. And um, so I can provide telemedicine services all over the country. But I'll teach you that, you know, this is the way God designed our hormones to rise and fall. This pink is estrogen, uh, green is progesterone, and blue is testosterone. And this is a 28 day cycle. Day one is the first day of bleeding, usually a four, maybe five day um, period. Right. But Estrogen dominates, estrogen and testosterone dominate the first half of the cycle. And you see how estrogen rises to this high peak, might be four, 500 um, units, picograms per milliliter. But on day 13, estrogen is going to reach a peak that's going to determine how many receptors your body can create for the other hormones. Mm. If you have no estrogen, if you're producing uh, insufficient levels of estrogen, you won't create receptors for the other hormones. And therefore, you know, the body starts to wilt and wither. But this rhythm, um, the the way these hormones change over time also make it very difficult to replace women's hormones. Um, if, if you can't do it with 
you know, a pill that has one, two or three strengths, right. You know, because it's got to change day to day. Um, you know, a 30 year old woman on day six to nine, her hormones are going up for, you know, rapidly in the first days. Then, you know, let's say there's no, um, and in terms of the uterus, your hormonal changes are preparing the uterus for a pregnancy. Um, but it's not just the uterus. Your, your hormones aren't doing all this just for pregnancy. It's doing it for your bone health, right. for muscle maintenance and brain health, et cetera. Right. This rhythmic rise and fall has got to be restored. If you're going to have your hormones restored, you can't put a pellet in your, you know, rear end every six months. I did that at one point. I've done, I've made all the mistakes in medicine. I did all the things that they, they teach you to do. Yeah. And but I'm a scientist and yeah. I measured everything about it. And, and most importantly, I measured my patients, you know, uh, their um, subjective experience. And, and so I'll tell you how I do hormone restoration so we can restore that hormone. But I, you had a question, maybe. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's interesting because that's the, the, I guess I would say the craving right now, or the, you know, is that everyone is talking about you, Oh, you got to go get some pellets and it's going to, it's going to yeah. work. I'm just like, mm, I don't no, it won't. So. Yeah. I did. I did pellets for about um, seven or eight months. Um, in fact, when I had my own hormones restored at age 35, cause I damaged my pituitary as a, as a martial artist and as a middle linebacker and fullback, you know, you can traumatize that pituitary gland, a very common cause, especially in, in uh, men, but not uncommon in women as well. I saw, a, you know, young uh, soccer player who had a pituitary trauma, repetitive kind of, you know, going, jumping up to head a ball and heads another right. player knocked out on the field. You do that enough times, you damage the pituitary and it loses its ability to control your ovarian output. <clears throat> so, um, but where I, what I, so what I do in a situation like this is you got to measure on day 13 to, and, and if you're, if you're a good way to tell whether a doctor knows what they're doing is they're very specific about saying, okay, we're going to test your hormones. Right. Um, and we're going to test on day 13. You want to start counting after the first day of your period to day 13 and try to go into the lab right around that time. So that, because that's going to measure the estrogen peak that, that determines almost everything else else in that physiology. Um, if they just say, yeah, let's draw some blood today. They ask you no questions about kind of where you are. If you're menopausal, it's a, a whole lot more difficult, right. but, um, but we kind of need to, even after menopause, even after the last egg is released from your ovaries, your brain is still creating a rhythm in your body. You don't feel it as much. You don't have the period to signal it, but right. it's still happening. And, um, and that it never goes away. And we always want to try to realign the rhythms that I'm going to restore. So I do what's called biorhythmic hormone restoration. Okay. I'm going to restore it, um, the levels and the rhythms um, that you see in healthy women. Um, you're going to, and it's a different rhythm for estrogen. You saw that curve. It goes up and down day 13, secondary peak on day 22. Um, when estrogen is high, progesterone is pretty low, but progesterone comes in in the second half of the cycle and dominates the second half of the cycle because it's kind of cooling off what estrogen had heated up. And that's really important because progesterone is your anti-cancer hormone. What testosterone and estradiol were stimulating your cells to divide, progesterone is is stopping and halting that process. So the that rest and relaxation um, part of your menstrual cycle is very important to protecting women from cancer. Now go back to what I told you about all these estrogens in our environment. There are no progesterone-like molecules contaminating our food, water, and personal care products. So a lot of these cancers are being driven um, not by you know, not by your natural estrogens, estradiol, um, but by these, by atrazine, glyphosate, and these synthetic estrogens binding to an estrogen receptor. In fact, as you age and your hormone levels, your estrogen levels start to decline, the bad guys are winning a competition for those estrogen receptors. The, the atrazine, the bisphenol A is coming into your body and there's not much estradiol to compete anymore. So who gets to bind to that estrogen receptor in your breasts or your ovaries or the prostate 
um, gland of men is the bad guys, the bad estrogens that grab on, hyperstimulate it, driving it to replicate endlessly almost, which is what cancer cells do. Wow. So if you want to protect yourself from cancer, you restore your hormone levels to a, a place where they can at least have a chance to naturally stimulate these estrogen and androgen receptors. So back to the the way you restore these levels and the rhythms. And, and listen, I don't restore people to 20-year-old levels. We restore them to some fraction of that. I mean, at 20, you might have a estrogen level on day 13 of 500. Right. Um, kind of the, the minimum level I'll often see on day 13 that I will kind of target is get it about 150, 100 to 150. And yeah. that'll create, you know, probably 60, 70% of the receptor density in every cell in your body. And that'll create health. I've seen a lot of really healthy people do amazing things going from four. You often see, you know, like a 57 year old female with an estrogen of four mm -hmm. and, um, you know, all the other hormones equally low. Um, you take that four slowly over about three months to about 150. You'll, you'll see exactly what I've seen in 10,000 of my female patients, more than that, my wife included. Their, your your hair, skin, nails, muscle mass, bone health starts to come back. You know, wow. the mucosas hydrate again. Collagen starts to manifest again. Why? Because we're watering the garden, Katie. Wow. And um, but this my approach is more complex than what most docs do. Most docs do static dosing, same dose every day. They get many of them will give you testosterone when right. you have an estrogen of four, and they give you testosterone. You yeah. just get a bunch of testosterone that looks good on the lab test because it's floating around with no place to go. Estrogen yeah. has got to create that that androgen receptor. Estradiol creates all the receptors for all the other hormones. So here's a, a common theme as well is, and I would like you to maybe speak to it, is that progesterone is for obviously the uterus, but if you've had a hysterectomy, why would you need progesterone? Right. Oh yeah. This is the, that, I'm so glad you answered that. Yeah. Cause, cause suddenly you don't need progesterone anymore. Although progesterone is, you know, it has these amazing anti-inflammatory properties. It get it's kind of the rest, relax, chill, you know um, it has so many benefits and it has, what did I tell you earlier? What did I teach you earlier? It has these anti-cancer properties. Right. No, you absolutely need to have, um, if you have estradiol in your body, you better have some progesterone. Um, if you don't have those, then you're going to, you're going to overstimulate um, anabolic stimulation of cell lines that have no, you know, it's all stimulation. It's all activity, no rest. That's mm. a cancer pro-cancer environment. Right. Um, many women's, you know, diagnostic symptoms of progesterone deficiency. It's very common. If we, you know, we would avoid a lot of giving nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds, uh, 16 year old young women birth control pills to trick their brain into believing right. they're pregnant all the time because they're having menstrual cramps and everything. Right. If we just gave them progesterone to prepare that uterine lining to release gently to um, progesterone takes that uterine lining, the estradiol proliferated, vascularized, and progesterone comes in and prepares it for a nice, gentle, painless shedding. If you have um, cramping, painful cramping, heavy flow and blood clots. Every time you have your period, it's because you are, you have too much estrogen and most commonly no progesterone, not enough progesterone. Transdermal wow. progesterone cream can take a painful um, menstrual cycle and a period and, and turn it into a pleasant experience that is very purposeful, very important, cleans out that uterine cavity so right. it doesn't become colonized with bacteria, fungi, viruses, et cetera. Wow. That's, that's huge for women so, to know. Yeah. Let me, here's how we do it. Cause that, how do you, you know, you can't do it with pills and patches that come in one or two strings. Right. So we have the, you know, the big breakthrough in the old days, some of the original creators of this biorhythmic approach, they would, it was a tub of, you know, cream with a little measuring spoon and you would change how much and you know how much you would administer of that cream every day to create that rhythm now we have you know 
little dispensers like this. They have a little hole in the top. Mm. And when you twist the base, it pushes out a calibrated amount of the cream. And so now we can say, here's a schedule. Here's a dosing chart, 28 days, numbered one to 28 on one side. You got a column for estradiol. You have a column for your progesterone, different dispensers for each one of those. And then often later on, or sometimes pretty early, we'll add testosterone in, but don't add the testosterone in until you've got the estradiol in place, creating the receptors, or you're just going to create problems. And as that, that testosterone bounces around with no place to go work, hormones in your bloodstream are meaningless. Um, hormones have to enter the cell, enter the nucleus and bind to receptors um, to do anything. Otherwise we're just wasting them. But so you get a, you get three dispensers, one for estradiol, one for progesterone. And then in the testosterone dispenser, I'll often look at important upstream hormones like pregnenolone, DHEA, and then another hormone, we call it a vitamin, but it's vitamin D. It's a steroid based hormone. I'll put usually four hormones in that testosterone dispenser. And then you've got a, you've got kind of a spreadsheet, a chart that says, okay, on day one, do this much estrogen, this much progesterone, this much testosterone. Each one has a different, you know, it goes up. Day, day 12 or 13 of estradiol will have, you know, you might go from four to 20 mm -hmm. um, clicks. And the number is the number of clicks. Uh, every time you hear a click, it's a calibrated amount of the cream. So when you put that all together, it's restoring the hormones into your bloodstream, watering the garden, but doing it in the rhythmic fashion that God designed it. And the, you know, the, anybody that wants to argue with me on whether that's the right approach, I would just say, hey, take it up with God, because exactly. listen, you don't understand any more than I do about this immensely, immensely complex system that exactly. God created. And, and since we know so little about it, you know, honestly, we probably know less than 1%. 99% is beyond our understanding. Don't let some arrogant, you know, um, narcissist tell you that they've got it all figured out. Dr. Mann's doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> just tell them now. I, I mean, humbly, I just don't understand enough. So when I don't understand enough of it, and, and I'll tell you, I'll be a little bit arrogant and tell you, I spent 25 years studying it to the molecular, the genetic, epigenetic level probably know most more than most docs. And I probably have treated as many or more patients, female patients on this approach to hormone restoration than any, you know, any physician on the planet. And um, this is, this is what you do when you don't understand the system, you study the healthiest members of the population and you replicate what you see there. And wow. you do it comprehensively, not just one hormone, not just, you can't just give a woman testosterone. You, you know, you've got to look at, you got to measure pregnant alone, the grandmother of all your sex hormones. So important for lifting that brain fog for, um, you know, replacing that pregnant alone when your cortisol levels steal it because pregnant alone is a raw material, a precursor in the creation of cortisol. When your stress levels go up, like mine are all the time, you have to supplement with extra pregnenolones. Otherwise, your memory is horrible. You're you're struggling to find words when you're speaking. You know, pregnenolone is the secret weapon of public speakers, podcasters, pastors. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you want to, if you want the words to flow, keep your pregnenolone levels in the 100 to 200 range, and you should have a doctor that's measuring them. But you got to get all of those hormones in that important um, pathway in balance again and then it's got to be customizable you know if you got a if you got a pill that comes in three strengths that's not very customizable there is no one size fits all you know what i do is we get you know i've got an algorithm i've got a really good pattern recognition i can i can i can put a stake in the ground and say okay katie this is where we're going to start you i'm going to this much and this rhythm and i'm um but we're going to measure and on, you're going to go through one complete cycle, and then we're going to go to day 13 of the second cycle, the second 28-day cycle. And we're going to measure your horm your new hormones that won't be four anymore. Hopefully, they're about, you know, 140, 150 range. And, um, and then maybe I might, you know, have to gradually increase it month after month until we get to your target level if your body hasn't seen hormones for a while. Mm -hmm. But 
we're going to measure on that day 13 and then we're going to customize and we're going to refine. Okay, Katie, how are you doing? You know, did you have any negative symptoms? Um, was that day 15 peak in testosterone, you know, causing your libido to rise too much? Your husband called me. He's complaining that you're chasing him around all the time. <laughs> I've never gotten That's a that bad call, problem to have. I was going to say, still, I, yeah. did, I, I was going to ask, have you done a, a ratio of how many calls of that you're getting? Zero. Yeah. I'm just still, you know, trying to get one just yeah. to, but, um, but no, it's, you know, you, you listen to the symptoms that you're having. Um, if you're having negative symptoms around the time of a peak or the, around the time of a trough, we're going to adjust to that. Where the symptom occurs in that in that 28-day cycle will tell you what you need to do. And especially when I teach you the stuff that I, I teach all of my patients, um, they really become, you know, participants and, and collaborators. I look at myself as, you know, as a coach and a mentor and an educator. I mean, doctor means teacher in Latin. And I, I try to teach my patients enough so that they can actually participate and say, you know, doc, I think I need to, uh, I think my estrogen is too high on day two. Can we flatten the curve a little bit? I've been saying flatten the curve for a long time. Now it means something completely different. <laughs> exactly. But you know, you can, you can flatten that curve a little bit, or I got some mid cycle bleeding. Okay. Yeah. Because when that we're dropping off that estrogen too quickly and too low in the middle of the cycle and, and your uterus is confused confused by that it thinks that's the signal that it sees around day 28 when estrogen and progesterone both drop off the real low level so we're going to raise we're going to raise that trough that valley in between day 13 and day 22 so you right. customize it you refine it and right. then as people's bodies start coming back online you know that well the first thing that happens is you get the central nervous system benefits and those are the most important you know, there was a time in my life at 35 when my hormone deficiency was leaving me fat, sick, inflamed, depressed, so yeah. depressed that even as a follower of Christ, I was the thought of taking my life was yeah. there. Um, right. My mom had higher testosterone because my pituitary just couldn't control all of the important organ systems. And I was trying to rejoin the military and go fight and yeah. die in Baghdad because I just felt worthless wasn't i real honestly i wasn't a good husband i was grumpy and tired all the time and didn't like anything that i was doing and i finally got you know and i go to the doctor like many men and women do and instead of you know looking for a root cause they just gave me a pill for every one of my symptoms you know put on a weight loss medicine a statin an antidepressant a blood pressure medicine i walk out with five or six prescriptions over the course of a couple of months got nothing but side effects, felt worse, nothing got better, it all got worse. Wow. Finally, went to a doctor that said, that agreed that he would, you know, test my hormones and participate, even though I'm a doctor, I, you know, I shouldn't be ordering and, you know, treating myself. But right. I found one that, that could do it, we diagnosed the problem, treated the problem. And Katie, it was like, going, you know, it was like going from night and darkness and depression into the daylight again. Yeah, I felt like yeah, there was yeah. hope for the future. I, 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 my wife will testify. I became a better husband, a better father. I became a better human being. I, I became absolutely enthusiastic about re reconnecting with my creator, with my savior. Mm -hmm. And, and it just changed everything. I started building again, instead of just like, how do I, how do I make it to the end of my days? Right. Um, and I've seen that happen in 30,000 plus patients now in my career. I, I tell people I don't work anymore. Mm -hmm. What I do, you know, in helping people restore their relationships, their careers, their Jeez. health is so rewarding. And, and, yeah. you know, I just, I just get joy every day when I work through a complex problem and say, okay, we're going to get you off of all those drugs and the antidepressant. And yeah. I want you to change your diet. We're going to work in the microbiome of your body um, and we're going to restore your hormones. And, yeah. and yeah. it's, it's amazing. You'll well, see, you'll see women's, you know, they'll, they'll just start to glow again, you know, and their hair will, will get thick and lustrous and, but more importantly than all that external stuff is how, that it empowers their mission again. Right. And they start building, you know, solutions and, you know, they become health coaches or, or they just become better at their job and they're more patient with their children and their spouse. 
And man, it's just, it's the best medicine that I could practice. Now, why is it, why is it not being done more? Well, it's the, let's look at the pattern. You know, hormones are inexpensive relatively. They're not patentable. You see where I'm going with this? You oh, can't, yeah. They oh, yeah. can't be patented. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so what you actually see more in the medical literature is attempts to discredit them. Remember ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, okay. um, the, the fraudulent attempts to fabricate, contrive, you know, fraudulent medical research right. and publish it in major journals to discredit. So a lot is they spend pharma spends more time making sure that this foundational root cause um, hormone deficiency is a cause of probably 90% of chronic diseases is not addressed because they're not interested in cures. They're interested in treating the diseases, creating the customers, treating the diseases with their expensive drugs right. um, and in that sick care model. Well, I'll tell you what, this has been absolutely amazing and I have no doubt every woman I'm in that age group where it's just like, okay, it's a roller coaster ride and we're not getting what we need. And so yeah. um, this, this plan in this, um, like you said, being almost like a coach because you're coaching this hormone, that hormone, this yeah. hormone to come and go when they have to and, and create this, you know, atmosphere where people, like you said, the women are sleeping better. They don't have the brain fog. They have more energy. They feel much better about themselves. And it's a huge issue. I can tell you, I, mm -hmm. I remember being 20 and 30 and hearing my, my mom or her friends talking about it. And it was just like, oh yeah, whatever. And now I'm in that age group where I'm like, oh yeah, she wasn't lying. Yeah. It's really true. And especially back then this wasn't available. So I applaud you. I acknowledge you. I can't wait for women to hear this and, and obviously get a hold of Dr. Meehan and people can get a hold of you by, um, obviously, why don't you tell them how to get a hold of you? And also, also yeah. obviously through my affiliate, I want to definitely make sure people are. Yeah. Cause we want to, wanna, we want to reward and honor you. So, you know, tell us that Katie sent you. Um, I, I think we have a code for you, but if they just simply tell us that they heard about you know, through me, we're going to reward and honor you for that. I mean, I do that because I love what you're doing. I don't need more patients, but I can, you know, I, I'm not a doctor that sees 40 or 50 patients a day. I see nine or 10 and wow. I got more room to see more people. But um, so you, you can go to mehanmd.com, my website, M-E-E-H-A-N-M-D, like medical doctor.com. And you can click on the link there, become a patient, tell, you know, you'll talk to a real person. Um, probably Jill or Tara or Kathy, um, but you'll talk to a real person. They'll tell you what's up, what it's all about. And um, you just tell them that Katie sent you and we're going to bless her um, with uh, your entire, you know, most of your entire um, first fee. And listen, it's the best investment that you can make. It's not Amen. expensive Amen. and it's the best investment that you can make. It will change your life. And it, you got to build your, you know, your health from the, foundation up you know we got it hormones are the foundation so you go to mehanmd.com and that's how you find me lots of, sign up for the newsletter if you do nothing else i spend a lot of time researching i'm going to tell you oh you know they're talking about marburg virus or um you know whatever might be coming out whatever they're weaponizing against us next um the malaria and all the places that bill gates has released these genetically modified there's some interesting topics that will oh, come I'm out sure i'm sure so that's most of my topics will teach you how to protect yourself how to defend yourself how to become hard to kill because you know the enemy's trying to kill you his minions are trying to kill you and this is a time to get healthy get strong and get ready to fulfill your mission amen well, this is awesome. And I look forward to you guys following Katie Huff Ministries, K-A-T-Y-H-U-F-F.com. Look for us on YouTube, again, Facebook, Apple, Spotify, Rumble. You need to have this information, ladies and gentlemen, because hormones are the key and you want to have them functioning at an optimum so you can have an optimum life. So thank you so much, Dr. Meehan, for You're coming welcome. up, setting yourself free and sharing your incredible education, knowledge, and experience that is going to set women free from the brain fog and all of the other funk without hormones. So God bless you. And thank you so much. God bless you, Katie. Keep up the good work. Great work. God's work. You too, my friend.
Hello ladies, this is Katie Huff with Katie Huff Ministries and I'm coming to you today to encourage you to save the date. The date is October 1st through the 3rd for the Women's Retreat 2023. It's going to be in Paradise, Montana. New location, incredible speakers. Some you may recognize, some you may not, but stay tuned, we will have that to you soon. And you're gonna to wanna to go to katy-huff.com, go to the events, fill out the form, there's details on that sheet, and I will give you a call and give you all the details of what you can look forward to. Looking forward to you having the time of your life to the theme of no more settling, living an intentional life. God bless. I want you to get set free by utilizing my pillow 2.0. By going camping, and you need a good pillow because you don't want to wake up with a bad neck. And so, my pillow has the most amazing pillows and I personally have used the pillows. You want the good towels, you want the good sheets, you want the good slippers, and even your dog is gonna want a bed. And so I, from Katie Huff Ministries, have utilized every one of their products. And I'm coming to you because I want you to be able to have a great discount by going to mypillow.com slash unmasked. mypillow.com slash unmasked or mystore.com slash unmasked. And I am just encouraging you to set yourself free from neck pain and not having a good pillow when you're out camping this summer. And so I look forward to you utilizing that uh, code for a huge discount. So have a great camping season this summer. I'm coming to you from Katie Huff Ministries to talk to you about diversifying your finances. Critical time in our life right now, more so than ever before. I have been blessed with Kirk Elliott, PhD, who are the primo people that know exactly where to invest your money to keep it safe and be able to get it and use it by having it in silver and gold. So I'm encouraging you to do what I did. Contact them at kirkelliottphd.com and slash unmasked. Make sure you do that unmasked because you'll get a discount on the processing and you're definitely going to want to have a, a meeting with Kirk and just see how he can help you to secure your future with silver. Have a great day.